So as you know, I've been reading a book called The Special Operations Mindset. And as I'm going through this book, um, there have been some topics that I like to share with you all as I progress. So the chapter I just finished was on confidence. And there were some very important things here that uh, I think we've all displayed and we've seen. And so there were some key points I, I agree with. So one of the things I like is, um, and I agree, is that I would much rather be around someone with little confidence, but who was competent and always right, than to be around someone with a lot of confidence who is neither competent nor correct. And what this means is, is this. You have people who are very confident for no reason. <laughs> they're, they're wrong. They do things incorrectly. But for some reason, they're confident. They're confident. And it's not justified, right? Versus someone who's competent because the link is if you are competent, you always create confidence, right? If you become competent and good at something, the byproduct is always going to be I, be I begin to get confident as well and again that's why that's why i agree with the point that you rather be around someone that's competent versus someone that's confident and wrong because they're competent again confidence is going to come it's going to be justified and when you when you really define confidence there's two things um is really your belief in your own ability to do things and your beliefs your belief in your own ability to be successful and so we talk about the ability to do things that's competent, right? So if you confidence is, is belief in your own competency, training, uh, repetitive practicing and such. The, a big distinction between confidence and competence is that because confidence is based upon a belief, you don't have any facts or any references um, competency can be quantified, right? Experience, years of experience, etc. But confidence cannot because it's a belief. So it's not factual. So um, think about it like this. If you believe in yourself, but you're incompetent, you can still have confidence, if that makes sense. There, again, there's a lot of people, a lot of leaders, whatever, who they're, they're just trash, but yet they still have confidence. You're like, why do you have confidence, right? And again, it, it doesn't make sense, but hey, more power to those people. So the analogy that he using, um, that, that was using this book was talking about uh, the $100 bill. And what he talks about is that if, let's say I pull out a $100 bill and I ask you, what is it worth? Okay, you say it's $100. So if I crumble it, if I um, crumble it, step on it, all of that, and then I unravel it and I ask you, how much is this $100 bill? You're still going to say $100. And what that means, what, the, the, what he's talking about is that regardless of that $100 bill being new or being stepped on, whatever, it still has the same worth. It will never be worth less, right? So even if people around you are treating you bad or not, you know, they're making you feel like you're worthless, you're still valuable, right? So your confidence shouldn't be based.
based on those around you because your worth is your worth regardless of what other people think now your worth is still your worth even if you make a mistake or even if um in this case he talked about being crumbled or being stepped on it doesn't matter the worth is still the same but we have to realize that confidence is not arrogance okay because i can say the most confident and capable people that i've met in my life have been quite humble right and i talked about humility and arrogance and all of that stuff in, in past podcasts so you'll understand what the difference is um and one thing that i've seen in in, in with confidence is that you have many leaders that lack competence they lack intelligence they lack ability and what happens is they tend to try to overcompensate for their lack of. Um, this is is very bothersome to me um, because it's one of those things where you know you get people that get put in situations that they're they think they're ready for, right? And instead of getting in that situation and asking for help they punish those beneath them because those beneath them can really see them for who they are right if here's the deal confidence you can have bad confidence good confidence right bad confidence obviously is is based on nothing right you you think you're competent at something but you have no proof you're right that you're experienced at something and i'm going to show you i'll mention some ways you know someone has good confidence okay an indicator of good true confidence is a person's ability to accept criticism so this is one that i struggle with myself think about this if you are truly confident in yourself when someone criticizes you, how do you how do you react? Are you defensive, or do you see that as an opportunity to truly get better? In my time, I realized that the areas that people have criticized me in, and I've been defensive about it to them, I realized it was because I wasn't truly comp- uh, confident in my ability in that area. Okay, if you. If you are confident, you're able to admit when you don't know something, right? You don't you don't tap dance around when you don't know the answer. Like if someone asks you the answer and a confident person will genuinely say, I don't know, right? A bad confidence person would, would try to tap dance around the answer, right? And yeah, that, these are these are things that I want you to pay attention to the next time someone criticizes you or you criticize someone else right so th- these are just some things to keep in mind and as i'm scrolling through some page through the pages in this book there's some areas i highlighted um the benefits of true or good confidence is that you perform better you are more successful 
you become less afraid of failure and you become more prepared for future challenges. Now, I think all four of those sound great. The one that stuck out to me the most was being less afraid of failure. A confident person is not afraid to fail because they know their worth and their abilities and they're able to recover and bounce back from these failures. And quite frankly, I talked about failure in the past as well. Failure doesn't make you a loser. It's the fear of failure that makes you a loser and not learning from your mistakes. That is what makes you a loser. All right. You can build confidence um, by doing hard things. You know, I, you know, throughout my life, I believe I've done some pretty difficult tasks. And, and the byproduct of that is that I've built some confidence. Um, because, you know, once you do something that's difficult or you set a goal and you achieve it, you, you build confidence in your abilities to overcome subsequent difficult situations. Right. Um, this one, this one kind of stuck out to me as well. So members of a team who are honored and valued have more confidence than those who are marginalized. And being an employee or being a member of a team, you realize that you think about if you go to your job and you're a part of a team, okay, um, if someone, if your, or your boss shows value and they honor you for your hard work, you have more confidence in your ability because now you say, okay, someone above me recognizes my importance and that my hard work and that my training or whatever is not going in vain. Now, at the same time, this is one of the reasons why members of gangs are so dangerous because that's exactly what gangs do, right? When, when someone doesn't have a family and they go to a gang, the members of that gang honor and value that person. And unfortunately, that person... Uh, their value based upon the wrong that they do, whether they, you know, um, kill people, um, um, burglarize people, rob people, etc. And so that's what makes gangs feel dangerous because uh, gangs so dangerous because uh, that is a very true statement. All right. Um, so my closing thoughts on this, um, yeah, is is weird because. As a as a scientist, uh, I like to quantify things, right? But confidence is one of those things that just can't be quantified. Um, it can be matured, it can be nurtured, but in reality, it can't be quantified. And as I as I look into this and think about this in my own life, I am confident in many areas good good confidence true confidence but i also have false confidence in a lot of areas as well so i challenge you to sit back and evaluate first yourself think about some areas that you feel confident in and you that you're truly confident in, meaning can you accept criticism in that area and if you can you're truly confident if you can't you're not and think about friends or family that you talk to in the areas that they you know, claim to be confident in. See how they react to some of these things that I mentioned. And you're able to see if they are truly confident. So, again, this is a quick topic. Well, this was a pretty decently um, lengthy podcast about confidence. Um, just something to think about um, as you go forward and um, 
yeah, as I continue reading through this through this book, uh, I will summarize and bring some of these topics to you. And I appreciate you for listening.